welcome back to this week's episode of Hustle Culture Dropout. I'm your host, Chastity Campbell, and this is episode 18. We are coming off of Super Bowl weekend, and I'm a little tired, and I did not get like my week prepped and ready. All of the things that I needed to get done heading into this week because I was completely too consumed this weekend with preparing mentally for the Super Bowl because you know I was very invested in this and I'm a Chiefs fan. I grew up in Missouri. I'm a Cardinals fan. I am also a Swifty. So those two worlds collided and things just became really good for me this football season. And I definitely had a renewed sense of cheering for the Chiefs and watching all of the games as opposed to just sort of being a sideline fan that was semi-enthusiastic. Also, live in Texas now, so we have the whole connection to Patrick Mahomes going to Texas Tech. So anyway, I'm sharing all of that with you. I really have no idea why, because we're talking about my weekend and the things that I that consumed me this weekend, other than the Super Bowl and the inability to actually get prepared for my week because of the Super Bowl. The other thing that kept me occupied was sourdough bread. And we're going to talk a little bit about sourdough bread. I sort of equate people who are very into sourdough like the same type of people who are like very into cats. And there's no judgment there. It is just that people are very passionate, it seems like, about those two subjects in particular. Um, If you've met anybody who's a cat owner, and I used to have a cat and I love cats and I have friends who love cats and it's all great. But if you've met somebody who is a cat owner, they are very invested in their cats. They are very protective of them and they absolutely will like defend their love for cats to the bitter end. And that's sort of how I feel like people are with sourdough. Like if you're a sourdough person, you wholeheartedly have like immersed yourself into this world that is foreign to like everybody else outside of the sourdough bread baking world. And I have gotten sucked down into the sourdough TikTok realm. My For You page now is basically like the North Sea and Taylor Swift and sourdough with like an occasional entrepreneur, slow living, you know, clip in here and there. So anyway, I did not get to really prepare for my week the way that I normally do. And I realize, like I normally record podcasts on Tuesdays after I get home from work and I edit on Wednesdays and it drops on Thursdays. And so I was like, oh crap, like I'm not going to be able to do anything like Tuesday and Wednesday. So (laughs) Monday is the day and I'm tired. And I was laughing with John today because last night after the Chiefs won, he was so excited for me. He was like that's not his team. He's from Michigan. So he's a like devout Lions fan. And so if any of you follow football at all, you know that it didn't end well for the Lions this year. So he was very devastated, but he was very excited for me. And he was definitely like on my team when it came to watching the Super Bowl last night. So when it ended and I'm ecstatic and screaming in the living room, you know, he's getting really pumped up and he's like, I really want to have a drink, but but it's late. And I looked at the clock and it was literally like 10, 10. And I'm thinking, 
oh, this is so sad when you are like midlife and you're like, this is, it's, this is too, it is, it's too late to have a drink. And so anyway, I was like, no, let's have a drink. And so we did. And then we proceeded to stay up later than we needed to. And so today he texted me while I was at work and he was like, I'm so exhausted. I'm definitely taking a half day off next year after the Super Bowl. And I was just like, yeah, definitely that 1010 celebratory beer was maybe not the move because I'm definitely feeling that this morning in terms of just being like super tired. And so I'm a little off kilter with all of this, which probably is why I'm rambling today. But my reason for letting you know about my sourdough situation is because, did I tell you about the sourdough situation? Have I even referenced that? Part of this weekend, I was baking sourdough. And it was the first time that I have attempted to bake sourdough. At the beginning of the year, one of the things that I wanted to do was to grow my own sourdough starter. And I had been wanting to make sourdough bread since quarantine and the pandemic because everybody was learning new things. And I was like, this is the time that I should be doing it. I have a lot more time on my hands to actually work on this. Well, I never did. And I continued to just have friends like bring me sourdough instead. And so I decided this year that I, this was going to be the year that I attempted to do this and learned how to do this and experimented with doing this. And part of that is because of the fact that, yes, I'd always wanted to do it. But a huge, very large part of it that I really have not shared with people is because do, if you are familiar with sourdough, it's a process. You you create the starter, which which is creating the yeast basically for the bread. So you don't use like a traditional yeast. You have a starter that you that you grow, and it's it's a whole thing. If anybody wants to know, I'll link it up in show notes, and you can learn about sourdough if you're not familiar with it. But it's a very tedious a process. It requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot of nurturing. It requires a lot of attention in terms of it's not just like you throw some flour and some water and some yeast in a bowl and suddenly you have sourdough. And so I really, really wanted to ex like experience this start to finish journey of doing something that didn't have to be about the end result. I wanted, I mean, I want sourdough bread and I want freaking good sourdough bread, but I wanted to, I wanted to learn the process and I wanted there to be joy in that process. And I wanted to have, I wanted to learn life lessons from it, which I know sounds totally corny to be thinking like, what life lessons can sourdough teach me? But it really was about, I, I very much am an instant gratification person. I do not have patience. I set a goal, but I want that goal to happen immediately. And I am very, very prone to, if it doesn't happen immediately, I get very discouraged and I just quit. I do not find joy in the process. And I have realized that 
something that is very true about myself, but it is also something that I very much wanted to change. I very much want to maybe not completely like remold it and flip the whole script of my life and who I am because innately I am just a person a person who is not very patient. And that's okay. I don't hate that about myself. I just think that there's more to learn in the process. And I, what sort of triggered that whole thinking for me was having a conversation with my therapist a few months ago. And she asked me like, do you do anything that just makes you happy for like the purpose of doing it? Like, do you, what do you have in your life that you experience that brings you joy and that brings you true happiness? Like you yourself, that you just enjoy doing it. It doesn't have to be about the outcome. And I legitimately had a very difficult time coming up with anything. And so it really got me to start to think about myself and this course of, you know, 12-ish years where I have, where I have really been on this like self-discovery kick and learning like who I am. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything that I did that wasn't tied to a goal or that wasn't just about the outcome. And so she said, well, I know my therapist said, I know you're an avid reader. So why, you know, do you read for joy? Like, do you read because you enjoy it? Which definitely is the case. I have always loved to read. I have been a reader since I was a child. And my grandmother would take me to our our town library and I would check out Black Beauty books and Nancy Drew books. I'm really dating myself. For the record, they were, I think they were very old and probably considered classics by the time I actually read them. <clears throat> but nonetheless, I have always been an avid reader and I do enjoy that process. But I got into my adult years and reading started being tied with goals. So... I would read because I would have this Goodreads challenge, okay? If any of you are familiar with the platform Goodreads, it's a place where you can track the progress of your books and what you're reading, and you can kind of keep track of what you've read, what you want to read, and they they have an annual reading challenge. And so I started making a reading challenge for myself. And reading then became about hitting that goal and hitting that target. And it almost got to a point sometimes where, and I'm not like, I'm legitimately not competing against anybody. I have friends on the platform. I have friends on there, but I'm not looking at how many books they've read. Like I'm legitimately competing with myself. I've set a goal and I must meet it. And I would get to the point where I would be like, oh, I'm like six books short. And so I would just like start reading like shit. Like, just crap, like, whatever. Like, I would be like, this book is 77 pages long, so I'm going to read it and it's going to count. Wasn't even like things that I like really, really wanted to read. And so I was explaining that to my therapist and she was like, Chastity, you have got to find something and bring something into your life that 
is about the journey and that brings you joy and it doesn't have to necessarily be about the end result. And so I immediately thought about this sourdough process because uh, like apparently it's very difficult to master the skill and I or I would think so. I'm getting very conflicting information on TikTok because I see people on TikTok who are very much like you're overcomplicating sourdough. And then I have these other people who are like, it's a science and they have like beakers and scales and it's like a whole thing, special tools. And and so I don't know, I'm falling somewhere in between both of them. But it very much did become about the process and understanding that I was going to fail. I don't expect to like, I mean, there was like a tiny fraction, a little sliver of me that was like, maybe, like maybe I can be like a master sourdough maker immediately right off the bat. But I knew it was going to take time. I knew it was going to be a learning process and I knew that I was going to fail. So I'm going to do all of this work and I'm going to do all of the, I'm going to take all of these steps and then at the end, I'm probably, there's literally probably not going to be anything to show for it. And so that's exactly what it's been for me. I started with, I started my sourdough starter on January 1st and I baked my first loaf of bread this past weekend. And it was like a two day process because I don't quite understand the timing of all of it. And it was crap. Literally the first loaf of bread was like a rock. It didn't raise. It was, what's it was small and thin, and I will post social media. I'll post pictures of it on social media. And it just, it wasn't good. And so immediately I know what this outcome is going to be. I start making another loaf of sourdough. And I am like, okay, I'm going to tweak this a little bit. I'm going to see what happens. And so I made some changes, and I realized that I'm pro- that one probably is going to fail as well. And I feel pretty confident that I didn't do something correctly. I don't know that because as I record this, my oven is preheating because I'm going to bake that loaf. And so the, the point of this is that I really, really wanted to do something that I knew was going to require me to learn something new something that I had wanted to do for a while that I was interested in that had, was I found intriguing. And I wanted to learn how to do it. And I want to learn how to do it well, but I really want it to be about the process and not necessarily about the outcome. And so I, it's, it got me thinking about knowing yourself and understanding, like figuring out what you like in life? What makes you happy? What brings you joy? And are you doing that strictly for the joy of it? Are you doing it because you truly like to do it? Or are you doing it because you want the end result? And once you have the end result, whether that's actually the outcome that you want or that you don't want, how does that how does that make you feel? So let's say that you are playing pickleball. You learn to play pickleball. You become a great pickleball player. Does it then solely become about winning at pickleball? Like, do you want to win? And it becomes less about like actually playing and like feeling good and moving your body. Is it just about winning? And if you don't win, does it defeat the purpose of it for you? I think I've talked before on here and my absolute disdain for 
physical movement that really will like work up a, a sweat quickly. I'm okay to sweat if I'm like doing some yoga. I'm okay to sweat if I'm going to go for a walk or a hike. Like that's fine. It's a slow burn, right? It's a slow, low impact activity. I am down for that. I am not interested in running, even though I've ran a half marathon, never interested in doing that again. I was partially crazy at the time. And I just, it's it's not my jam. And so I am the type of person that is like, if I'm going to do this workout, if I'm going to get on my Peloton and I'm going to work out, you better be damn sure that my Apple Watch better track that because it's not. It is for me. It is nothing about getting on that Peloton and making myself feel better and sweating and moving my body. It is about the end result. It is about I have did this. I did this for 30 minutes. I'm checking it off the list. Let's move along. And so I really just started wondering, like, how many things are we doing in life that are just like we're doing them because of the end result? And do we have anything? Do you have anything in life that you're doing that actually brings you joy and you just enjoy the process of it? And if so, how often do you actually get to do that? Because that's the other thing is that we maybe at some point in our life, we had something like that, but we've sort of pushed it aside and we've gotten away from it. Other things have taken priority. Other people have taken priority. We just don't have time for it anymore. And so I encourage you to think back at something that you loved at some point or something that has brought you joy at some point and think about how much time ha are you actually allowing yourself to enjoy that in your life. And if you can't think of anything and you can't connect to anything that really brings you joy, why is that? Why is it that you can't find anything that you truly enjoy doing for the process, for the sheer fact of like it makes you freaking light up and you have, you feel so energized after it's over. If you don't have something like that in your life, I want you this week to stop and find that thing. And you probably aren't going to find it within the week. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a process in and of itself. It's going to take some time. It's probably going to take a little self-discovery. You're probably going to have to get down and dirty. But I want you to just think about if you have something like that and if you don't, what do you need to do to find something like that? What do you need to do to find something that is purely going to bring you joy. And it doesn't have to be something that you do by yourself. It can be something that you do with a friend or with your partner or with your kids. But I want you to find something that brings you joy. And it's not about the outcome. And it's not about the accolades that you might get for it. And it's not about the end result. I want you to enjoy it 
sheerly for the journey and the pure joy of loving that activity that's just about having fun. And I would very much love to hear about that. And if you don't, like if you haven't, if you don't have anything, or maybe there's something that you've just been wanting to do for a while, like like the sourdough was for me. Maybe there's just something that you think, hey, that would be pretty cool. I'm going to learn how to do it. And maybe even learning how to do it is, is the fun part of it for you. But I really want you guys, I think that we all have so much crap in our lives that is about the end result. It's about the, I need to do this, this so I can be recognized for this. And it's about what we've accomplished and what we've produced as opposed to the journey of it and the joy that we find in the journey. I want you to find your joy. I want you to find what it is that truly makes you happy. I actually went a little, I did a little ab lib this week because this is actually not necessarily what I intended to talk about, but that's where we got. Probably expand on this a little bit in the coming weeks and talk a little bit about self-discovery and finding the things that actually do make you happy and how you can figure that out for yourself. If you're, whether it's exploring like past interests and past passions that maybe you've had or experimenting with new experiences and kind of stepping out of your box with that. Until then, I look forward to connecting with you guys. Make sure you're following me on socials at Chastity Campbell Co. You can head over to the website. You can subscribe to the podcast, sign up for the Hustle Culture Dropout newsletter. I will link all that up in the show notes and I will talk to you guys next week. Everybody have a great week. All right, that's it for this episode of Hustle Culture Dropout. I'm your host and real life bestie, Chastity Campbell. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star review if you loved it. Don't even bother if it's anything less than five stars. You can also follow me on socials at Chastity Campbell Co. or check out the website at chastitycampbell.com. Until next time, here's to living our most radically authentic and unapologetic lives. Thanks for listening.